You need to be upfront with sellers. You need to be honest with sellers. You need to tell them that this is a possibility. So that way, you're not even nervous to make that call. After the inspection, you can flat out say, hey, you know what? Just like I told you, this is a possibility. This could have happened. Well, it looks like it is. And you go from there. And usually the seller isn't that upset. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. Hey, what's up, guys? My name is Lauren Hardy, and I am your virtual wholesaling coach. Today, I'm going to talk about a situation that came up for one of my students, and I want to share with you the experience and the advice I gave because believe it or not, this is going to happen to you. If you've done enough wholesale deals, you are going to run into a situation where you cannot find a buyer for a property that you put under contract. It's only a matter of deals and deal volume that you're going to run into this situation. If you do not run into this situation, I'm going to argue that you have not been doing enough business. So what do you do when you put a property under contract, but you can't find an interested buyer? Well, I'm going to share with you. But first, before I give you what to do, I'm going to explain the situation that my student was in. So she had put a property under contract and the price that she put it under contract was just a little too high. She walked buyers in it. She did have buyers look and inspect the property and none of them were making any offers. And she had no idea what to do from there. And she was really freaked out because she didn't know what to tell the seller. So what I told her to do and what I tell everyone to do is you need to set the stage for this to happen in the seller's mind from the get-go. So before the seller even signs your purchase agreement, you need to lay out the possibility that you are going to go inspect this property and there is a chance that the repairs are going to be higher than you anticipated and you might need to adjust the contract price. But if that happens, the seller is going to have the option to say, nope, they don't want to do it. So if you cannot honor the price that you're quoting today over the phone because you're virtual and you're talking to this seller likely from another state, then you tell them at, you know, you will let them know what that price would be. And it's their option if they want to keep going forward with the sell or not. So my student's freaking out. She's got, you know, she's got her tail in between her legs. She promised the seller $60,000. No end buyer is biting at, you know, the price that she's offered this property. So like, what do you do? Well, the first thing I did was I, I said, you should have prepped the seller a little bit more. You need to be upfront with sellers. You need to be honest with sellers. You need to tell them that this is a possibility. So that way, you're not even nervous to make that call. After the inspection, you can flat out say, hey, you know what? Just like I told you, this is a possibility. This could have happened. Well, it looks like it is. And you go from there. And usually the seller isn't that upset. So the first step that I gave the student is try to find a joint venture partner. So I call it a JV partner. Find a joint venture partner and see if they can move this contract for you. And if they can't move the contract, see what their buyer feedback is or what their feedback is. They might make it really easy for you and say, listen, you've got this thing priced way too high and you need to be at $30,000 to move this contract. 
Well, at least now you have something to work with and you've got a partner now that's going to help you through this. I personally am a JV partner in my territories and we have saved a lot of wholesalers who couldn't move their contracts, but we could because we have a massive buyers list. We have buyers that they don't have. So look for a JV partner like that. If you want us to be your JV partner, definitely reach out to us. But that's my first thing is try to save, salvage this deal as is. Next is you want to get buyer feedback. So as you walked the buyers in, which my student said she had walked buyers in and nobody was biting. Well, I asked her, what did they say? What price would they have taken the property at? She should have gotten the repair feedback. She should have gotten the price feedback, like the price they would have paid, you know, if they were to buy it. So that way she could communicate that with the seller. When you get buyer feedback and you have a price that they would take, now you can tell the seller, listen, we need to adjust the pricing on this contract to account for XYZ, meaning the repairs, the roof, the foundation, lay out the repairs for the seller. We need to adjust this price to account for these repairs. And this is the price that we are requesting and see what they say. Sometimes the seller is going to need to think about it. Sometimes, you know, the seller is going to walk away or sometimes the seller is going to say, yeah, let's do it. If you have an open dialogue with the seller, you'll be surprised at how often this sort of is just part of the negotiation. Don't look at it as, you know, oh my gosh, I'm asking for a, a contract reduction and make it a big deal in your head. If you set the tone and you are upfront with the seller from the start, this is all part of the negotiation. And the seller's expecting you to inspect the house and come back and say it needed more work. So again, my last piece of advice, be upfront with the seller upfront. Tell them what you are doing. Tell them who you are, You know that you do wholesale houses, you do sell houses to investor partners, and that you've worked very, very hard to have a secret buyers list that nobody has. These buyers only work with people like you, and you are going to walk them through the property and see what they say on the home. And you are going to report all that to them with full transparency. Be honest and upfront with sellers in the business that you are in. If you want to learn how to virtually wholesale and you want to really have that coaching, that mentorship that I feel is very important to kind of get you through these sticky situations, check out virtualinvestingmastery.com. It's all virtual wholesaling. That's all we do. So give that a shot and I'll see you next time. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.